You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. Hello. Together, we are the bad boys of Southern Evangelical Comedy, the unofficial, the unacknowledged, and the unwanted voices of Southern Baptists across the nation. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us once again on our odyssey through the oddity of the universe. Planet Earth. Yeah, planet Earth, (laughs) which is part of the universe. Technically, I'm correct. The Catholic Church, they have not granted us access to their telescope yet. (laughs) So We're the center of the universe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of wild. Well... It's not kind of wild, but when you think about it, like we're back to a flat earth debate, you know? Right. And there are some people that say history doesn't repeat itself, but we're back right where we were, you know, 400 mm-hmm. years ago. It's kind of nice. Comforting, I guess. Anyways, how was your week this week? It was okay. A lot better. That's good. I had a pretty good week, too. Just, I just solved problems. I listened to a lady complain on the phone for 52 minutes yesterday, Okay, a customer. So that was quite interesting. I talked maybe four minutes out of that whole conversation. Um, It's really nice. I love it. <laughs> love my job. I really do. So I had a good week. At least it's air conditioned. Yes, it is air conditioned. <laughs> Sometimes. All right. We, we have a, a long-running battle with air conditioning at Spiller Furniture. This is super gross, but I probably sweat gallons last week. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Yeah, it's hot. Getting hotter, too. Yeah. Don't think it's going to calm down. It's the, and it's the humidity. It's yeah. when that sweat don't go anywhere. It just yeah. sticks to you and makes oh, you yeah. uncomfortable. Uh, but once again, thanks, everybody, for joining. You can sign up for our Patreon show. We're going to hit that all on the top right here. <laughs> okay. You know, for everybody's fast-forwarded through the end yes. or whatever. Yeah, we have several different levels, but if you sign up at the $5 level, yeah. you get an extended show. Right. Once a month, you get an all-exclusive show. Here's the deal for the extended show. I may either, it's Tiny's Choice, tell a story about a time I crapped my pants in a bar, or I wrote an erotic essay to in 11th grade to my English teacher. Uh, either one y'all want to hear, you want to hear. I'll let you think about it for the rest of the show. But join up to the Patreon. And, I'm leaning towards option B. Okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, and we'll talk about that as as part of our Patreon show, which we talk about some weird news in there, too. And it's just a fun time, a pretty exclusive club. Of members, and we're glad for those people who have joined and thank them. And just want to point out that for all you people who are listening here to the early portion of the show, go sign up. It's patreon.com backslash earth oddity. Correct? Correct. Okay. I got that. maybe a forward slash. 
All right, yeah, just slash it one way or the other. If one slash doesn't work, go with the other slash. Yes. Right. Patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. Yeah, slash. I should have just said slash and let them figure it out. Oh, anyways, I got some good stories this week. What about you, Tiny? I got some good ones. What you got? Um, Got an Alabama story about some jail shenanigans that's going on here in Alabama. We love to jail people in Alabama. It's part of <laughs> what we do down here. Got a teenager that's paralyzed, partially. That's sad. In his hand and arm. Okay. I think all teenage boys have been temporarily <laughs> paralyzed in a hand and arm at some point in time. I tell you what, teenage boys, your arm's paralyzed, you're looking for a way to fix it. That's right. That's a tough one. That's almost a death sentence. <laughs> so what all you got? Well, we've got a love story in Oregon. Uh, I've got a Florida man story as well. Okay. But top story of the week. Yeah. We didn't have the opportunity to talk about it last week, but we're going to talk about it now. Okay. A new challenger has entered the ring okay. for president of the United States. Oh, a Green Party libertarian candidate? No, nobody who, takes him seriously. <laughs> <laughs> who who might this new candidate be? Yee. Oh, okay. As in Kanye, Kanye. West, he has yes. announced he's running for president, not in 2024. Nice. Where in t- this year, in 2020, for those of you who are not keeping track of this at home, that's in November. Yeah. This is July. Yeah. It, August, September, October, November. Right. Like four months away. Now, you have to meet like qualifying requirements and file to run by a certain deadline, right? I would imagine in a two-party system. Now, granted, I've never tried to run for president, no. so I've never tried to navigate these waters. Right. But I would assume it's not an easy process. Yeah, well, I think that the government requires you to register as a candidate at some point in time along the way, and if you miss that, then you can't be a candidate. I mean, I guess you can still run like a write-in campaign, but... Yeah, I guess so. Th- that can't happen. Well, I don't know. It's 2020. You yeah. never know. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, let's hear what Kanye's got to say. What's his platform? Well, first of all, he tweeted out on July 4th. Independence Day. On Independence Day, he said... uh We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States, hashtag 2020 vision. Okay. Which, great hashtag, by the way. Our church kind of using that a little bit, too. We started out before before the pandemic. Yeah, 2020 vision. I feel like that's... That's a clear cut. You got to use that one this year. You only got one shot. Yeah. Because, I mean, this... This is the year. Yeah, right. Exactly. 2021 vision. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, 2020 is where it's at. Well, uh, well I like his opening tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, he mentioned God in it. Yeah. Right. Which Kanye's still a Christian. Hadn't kept up with so his far. Walk. Okay. All right. Hadn't fallen off right. the wagon. Hadn't backslid. <laughs> we don't use backslid like we used to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, he tweets this out, and I don't think a lot of people take him seriously okay. because Kanye, he... He has been known <laughs> say to say few. some crazy things. Sure, right. That's given, yeah. But then he goes and he does an interview with Forbes. Oh, okay. So, All right. You know, now we're taking him a little bit more seriously. Yeah, Forbes is a pretty serious publication, I think. And these are just some of the things that he said during that inter- interview. He says, first of all, he would run as a Republican if Trump wasn't there. But I will run as an independent because 
Trump oh. is the incumbent. So okay. He can't run as a Republican. All right. But otherwise, he would be. Sure. He goes after Democrats. He says, quote, that is a form of racism and white supremacy and white control to say that all black people need to be Democrat and to assume that me running is me splitting the vote. All of that information is being charged up on social media platforms by Democrats, and Democrats used to tell me the same Democrats have threatened me. The reason why this is the first day I registered to vote is because I was scared. I was told that if I voted for Trump, my music career would be over. I was threatened into being in one party. I was threatened as a celebrity into being in one party. I was threatened as a black man into the Democratic Party. And that's what the Democrats are doing emotionally to my people, threatening them to the point where this white man can tell a black man, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Okay. So, All right. Those are some... He's lobbing some grenades there. If any of that is true, that's pretty wild. (laughs) Right. Well, I do feel like, I mean, I don't know, but it definitely is expected that Democrats carry the majority of the black vote. Sure. Yeah, it's like Republicans carrying the majority of Christian votes, and then neither party does either thing for that large voting block that they carry. Right. Okay. Yeah. He mentions vaccines. Oh, He says, quote, it's so many of our children that are being vaccinated and paralyzed. So when they say the way we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I'm extremely cautious. That's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips inside us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. I'm sorry when I say they, the humans that have the devil inside them. And the sad thing is that the saddest thing is that all won't make it to heaven, and that there'll be some of us not make it. Yeah. Next question. Okay. Yeah, I know right. who Third Eagle's voting for. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he hit a lot of uh, anti-vax, <laughs> yes. apparently chipping, too. Yeah. Um, Mark of the Beast. Yeah, Mark of the Beast, <laughs> and, and then ended it up with... Uh, Narrow is the way, basically. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. Okay. When he was asked on when he decided to run for president, he says, it's when I was being offered the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Awards at MTV. I remember being at my mom's house, my mother-in-law, because my house was being worked on. She calls me son, and I call her mom. I was in the shower thinking, I write raps in the shower. It hit me to say, you're going to run for president, and I started laughing hysterically. I was like, this is the best. I'm going to go out there. They're going to think I'm going to do these songs and do this for entertainment, how rigged award shows are, and then say I'm going to run for president. I just laughed in the shower. I don't know for how long, but that's the moment it hit me. So he thought about running for president when he was in the shower. Okay. Well, a lot of good ideas happened in the shower. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He mentions abortion. All right. He says, I am pro-life because I am following the word of the Bible. Okay. Kanye Kanye is trying to get my vote here. (laughs) (laughs) What if all evangelicals threw their support behind Kanye? How wild would that be? You know, I mean... As far as principles go, I mean, yeah, he's a better pick than Trump. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> right? I know. I mean, I know he's he's acted up before too, but he claims oh, yeah. that's all behind him. Right? Yeah, he's you know? a changed man. Yeah, right. Old right. things are gone. Mm-hmm. Right. New man. He's a new man. He also he comments on having COVID nineteen, 
He says that he had chills, shaking in the bed, taking hot showers, looking at videos, telling me what I was supposed to do to get over it. I remember someone had told me that Drake had coronavirus, and my response was, Drake can't be sicker than me. <laughs> so I like to see that competitive spirit. Yeah, you know? it's like a rap battle of coronavirus. <laughs> yes. I got you. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Kanye, uh, you know, more power to him, number one. Yeah. I- I'm all for people doing whatever they want to do. Uh, I just feel like he missed the filing deadline to be a candidate. I just don't think you could jump on a ballot this late in the game. <laughs> oh, but like you say, it could be a write in. And, um, uh, does he have an album coming out? You know, I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm skeptical yes. that that people will do stuff for a little bit of publicity when they got something big happening. I'm not aware if he does, but okay. I mean, he is he is a rapper. Yeah, so he is a rapper. I think is a very smart uh, that he said. You know, if he were not to vote Democrat, they were going to destroy his music career. Mm-hmm. So he went ahead and destroyed it and became a Christian artist. So I think that was a very smart play on his part. He looks to the movie Black Panther for inspiration on how he wants to run the White House. Okay. He says, a lot of Africans do not like the movie Black Panther and representation of themselves in Wakanda. But I'm going to use the framework of Wakanda right now because it's the best explanation of what our design group is going to feel like in the White House. That's a positive idea. You got Kanye West, one of the most powerful humans. Now, I would just like to say, it sounds to me like he's actually being a little humble here. <laughs> okay. Because past Kanye would say he is the most yeah, powerful he's human. He's one right? of. He's, now he's saying he's one of. <laughs> I mean, uh, Kanye, there are like people out there that have real power, you know? <laughs> right. Like, I love you, Kanye. I love your music and everything. But, I mean, like the people who own the central banks are like powerful, <laughs> right? You know? Well, he says, I'm not saying the most powerful because okay. you got a lot of alien level superpowers and it's only collectively that we can set it free. Let's get back to Wakanda. Like in the movie Wakanda, when the king went to visit that lead scientist to have the shoes wrap around her shoes, just the amount of innovation that can happen, the amount of innovation in medicine like Big Pharma, we are going to work, innovate together. This is not going to be some... Nipsey Hussle being murdered. They're doing a documentary. We have so many soldiers that die for our freedom, our freedom of information, that there is a cure for AIDS out there. There is going to be a mix of big pharma and holistic medicine. So, okay. Basically, let's just. I thought Magic Johnson already cured AIDS, right? (laughs) I don't know. People forget Magic Johnson had AIDS, and he's like still bebopping around. Right. But didn't he kill it or cure himself of it or something? Well, I don't think he ever had AIDS. He had HIV. Okay. And I'm, he probably still does have HIV. I don't really but it's know not the, the death sentence it was back yeah. in the 80s. Right. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. Wakanda fixed it. Sure. I mean, fine. That's fine with me. We can have Wakanda. I'm all for that. Wakanda forever! I would like it if uh thing. If he had like an all-female secret service like he guy does, that would be amazing. <laughs> It's like karate kicking people right in the throat. It'd be cool. If we're going to run America like Wakanda, does that mean that someone's going to be allowed to challenge him to combat, to Uh take the presidency? That's true. That's true. (laughs) And who would do it? Because I don't think... You, Tony. I don't think Trump or Biden, either one, are beating Kanye. I think you would be the guy. (laughs) Yeah, like you're our champion. We put you up. Yeah. 
But what if I support Kanye? Well, then you can be on his side. You can be like uh, the the gorilla tribe or whatever that comes, you know? Yeah. It's wild that I've seen this movie. You know, like I don't see any movies, but Hudson wanted to watch it, so we went to the movies, just me and him, and watched it. So, right. Yeah. Well, good for Kanye. I'm glad that he is uh, exploring mm-hmm. the democratic process and... You know, I don't know if he's going to take votes away from Biden or not. I think it's logical that someone might do it. I don't think he's going to get enough support. Right. I think I feel like most people will be like, "Yeah, that's just Kanye being crazy again." Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think he's going to be a major factor in the election. I would I think, love to be proven wrong. I, like people are like, <laughs> "We're headed towards idiocracy," you know, or whatever. Like, I'm all for it. That's fine. Let's just <laughs> let's just push this thing over the edge. I think he's got my vote. Okay. And I'm do you glad. know what his political party is going to be? No. It's going to be the birthday party. Oh, he I says, love it. He says, because when the nation wins, collectively, it's like everybody's birthday. Okay. So I love it. <laughs> I, I'm going to vote for him if no other reason. I just want to circle the dot beside birthday party. <laughs> you know, like when you look back at like a list of all the presidents, it'll be like Whig Party, Federalist Party, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would love to just be rolled in that list and just say birthday party. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, and Elon Musk, he initially came out and supported Kanye, but okay. his, his support lasted approximately 72 hours uh, he before he pulled, pulled, it, pulled back. it back. Oh, so well, I don't like that about you, Elon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, Elon. Maybe he didn't think he was serious at first. He, he thinks like, oh, we're in I the thought same. you were joking. Maybe he was like, okay, this is for sure proof that we're living in a simulation. <laughs> Maybe Kanye was going to cut off all them federal checks Elon gets. He decided he didn't like him anymore. I don't know. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Well, yeah, let's talk about... I'm sure Kanye would reform our j- jail system, mm-hmm. our prison system. It needs a lot of reform. You know, one feather in Trump's cap, we can say, is he's done a little work towards that. You know? Right. Proud of him for that. We got a, a really bad system. And there's a lot of problems with it. And we're going to just talk about one here. This is from Alabama. We okay. love Alabama, home of the Crimson Tide, who apparently will not be playing USC this year. And I stayed up all night crying about that. <laughs> um, an Alabama jail refuses inmates COVID-19 mask. Can you guess why? Because they're in jail and they can't afford masks. Yeah, that would be a good guess. Right. Uh, but it's no because they're going to eat them. Oh. Huh. They think the inmates will eat the mask. When Courtney Moore was arrested and taken to the Madison County Jail. Now, Madison County's up near Huntsville. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not lacking for money up in Huntsville. <laughs> right. Um, he was wearing masks to help, him pre- to help prevent the spread of c- coronavirus. But the Huntsville police officer took, who took him into custody weren't wearing masks. Moore said neither were the employees inside the county jail. Once Moore, who was a 33-year-old man, was booked into jail, he said the staff confiscated his mask. Neither Moore nor the other inmates were given masks or allowed to wear their own, he said. It's ridiculous, Moore said, who was arrested on misdemeanor charges at a protest in Huntsville on (laughs) June 28. I was exposed to an unsafe condition. I think that it's very, very irresponsible of them, knowing how important masks are to continue to arrest people and put their health at risk. Jail employees, the sheriff said, would now be required to wear masks. So they're going. The employees are. The employees are going to get the mask. Yes. 
But Britt Patterson, a spokesperson for the sheriff's office, cited safety concerns among the reasons inmates aren't allowed to wear masks. Inmates could harm themselves or others with masks that have metal nose pieces, he said, um, while other masks that don't have metal pieces could be tied together to make ropes. You give them face masks, he said, with a nose piece, metal pieces in them. They're That's going- a 5G antenna, by the way. <laughs> sure. If you know this. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to eat them, he said. They're going to swallow them. If that happened, the public would question why inmates were given potentially dangerous weapons. Face mask. <laughs> I think he's saying they're going to swallow the metal pieces and wait till they need them, poop them out, sharpen them into a shiv, and right. start stabbing people on the yard. So, anyways, outside the jail, everybody's all upset about coronavirus. We're on our second wave now. No one will follow my public health plan of just letting everybody get in it and see who's left. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John's John's plan is two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> yeah, right. Only the strongest survive and make our species better, right? You know, <laughs> just looking at it, our football teams would be amazing after this, you know? People with the best immune systems If we had everything. enough people to play football. Yes. So Patterson went on to say, if we give inmates in a facility masks, they're not going to wear them. They're going to be on the floor, and they're not going to be used. Uh, he said that we feel that uh, with our health care provider, they know what they're doing and they're professionals in health care as far as testing and taking care of the inmates. Mm-hmm. So Alabama, once again, leading the nation with great ideas and uh, kudos to us. Right. Now, I will say if and I was going out on limb here, if you want to wear a mask, you may not want to get arrested. OK, right. Because. <laughs> They're going to take your mask away when you go to jail. Like, if it's super important to you to have a mask on, you may not want to end up in jail, okay? Well, that means, it out there. That means wearing a mask in public. True. <laughs> Which get, makes it easier to commit get, crimes, by the way. You get in trouble if you don't wear one in public. <laughs> I mean, that, all right, this kid, this little kid got shot at a mall in Birmingham, the Gallery of Mall. Yes. And they posted a picture of some suspects, and every one of them had a mask on. You know, now luckily they've caught two of them, right? Which means they'll probably roll on over on the other ones, hopefully, and catch everybody who is involved in this like shootout that mm-hmm. happened at the gallery. But my initial thought when they posted, I was like, "They got masks on, guys. It's going to be harder to find them." You know, right? So I'm I've been robbing convenience stores left and right. <laughs> Since I've went to the mask. I have not paid for a big gulp <laughs> That's right. in, in three months. It's been amazing. It's been amazing for me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next story. This is a very heartwarming story. Okay. And this got posted up in the group. I don't remember who. I think it may have been Stan. Not 100% sure. Oregon man driving stolen car crashes into a woman driving okay. who another stolen car. All right. So these are two car thieves that crashed into each other. Two star-crossed lovers. Yes. Shout out to Johnny Irons. Glad you got a date. Okay? That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I would like to think this is fate that brought these two together. Of course it is. <laughs> yes. Hey, this but- is like a Sandra Bullock movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you look at the mug shots. Uh, this uh, lady, she does kind of look like a young Sandra Bullock. Okay. So. All right. I mean, just, well, just, you know, look at these two people. Yeah. Oh, they they're... They need to be together. If he hooks up with her, I think he did good for yeah, himself. That's a reality show, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like they start off right. meeting. Yeah, I like it. 
A police chase in Oregon ended when a driver fleeing authorities in a stolen car crashed into a woman driving another stolen car. The debacle took place Monday when police responded to a report of a stolen Toyota Land Cruiser driving through downtown Newburgh, according to the Newburgh Dundee Police. A pursuit ended and lasted for several blocks until the driver crashed into another car near an intersection. Cops identified the driver of the first car as Randy Lee Cooper of Portland. Randy Lee is a great name. That's a guy that's going to get in trouble, but Randy Lee's a good name. After taking Cooper into custody, the police realized that the second car was also reported stolen. <laughs> that the second car was also reported stolen in an unrelated crime three weeks ago. The driver of that car, Kristen Nicole Begu, or that's maybe that's Beg Boo B E G U E. Is that French? What would that be? I don't know. Begu. Begu. That's how I would say it. Anyway. She was also found to be under the influence. Hmm. So she'd been knocking one back also. Cooper was charged with unauthorized use of a motor vehicle, attempting to elude police, assault, and reckless driving. It doesn't say what she was charged with, but I assume that she would have been charged with driving. Yeah, DUI. You know, I would just, uh, yeah, I would love to see the reality show where these two fall in love, they get married. And then they steal the limo, leaving the reception. <laughs> yeah, I think like you could you could have a really good story arc with this. Right. You know, like they get out of jail, they find each other, they move into like a trailer somewhere together and start their life and mm-hmm. all the struggles. He's stealing car stereos to support his meth habit. And, <laughs> yeah, she's working down at the strip club to help make ends meet and. <laughs> Yeah, just a heartwarming story. I just like the two, the idea of two people watching them drive off together after the wedding. <laughs> right. And one yeah. person's like, oh, man, look at those two. You know? <laughs> and that limo and then, driver and then, like runs out <laughs> from the bathroom. Or the other dude's like, hey, that's my car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. They're in my car. <laughs> yeah. I think, it, uh, you know, crime doesn't pay, but sometimes it pays off in love. You know, <laughs> yeah. you never know. So if you're a single guy, single lady out there, maybe steal a car. (laughs) See what happens. What are the odds, though? I know. That's why I say it was fate that brought those together. (laughs) That's God at work, you know? (laughs) People don't know. That's God at work. He put people together left and right. Okay. Tiny, you're probably not familiar with Everclear. Not the 90s all rock I was about to say, I'm absolutely familiar with the early 2000s band. But we're talking about the alcohol, okay. the bane of many uh, high school, senior, junior college freshmen's existence, mm-hmm. you know? Well, you're telling me that the band Everclear was named after an alcohol? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Okay, how okay. about that? This is from the New York Times. So, of course, it's going to be unnecessarily long and wordy and more nerdy than it needs to be. But the title is How Everclear Became a Pandemic Favorite. Okay. You know... 190-proof Everclear by reputation. The bartender's equivalent of jet fuel, this high-octane, neutral-grain spirit is more than twice the strength of standard vodka and is illegal in 11 states. Is Alabama one of those? It wasn't at the time. At one point in time, (laughs) I promise. It's been 
mythologized by generations of fraternity parties and celebrated in song. Art Alexicus, the front man of 90s post-grunge band Everclear, once referred to the liquor as pure white evil. Okay. That's what they call a president nowadays. <laughs> Bushwick Bill. Oh, man. I, I didn't even know I would think about Bushwick Bill today. Who was in the Ghetto Boys, by the way. <laughs> One of my favorite groups of all time. Claimed that he shot himself in the eye in 1991 while plastered on Everclear and PCP. Um, how strange, then, that this story party propellant has become a tool against the pandemic. In an upside-down coronavirus economy where big-ticket indulges have collapsed in value and ordinary household items like toilet paper and flour started to trade like Bitcoin, Everclear was suddenly flying off liquor store shelves as a substitute for drugstore hand sanitizers and other disinfectants. With the household sanitizer shelves plucked cleaned and $7.99 bottles of Purell at one point going for more than $100 on eBay, Everclear represented an ideal DIY germ-killing alternative, particularly when even standard rubbing alcohol, a key ingredient in many hand sanitizers, was also hard to find. So there's plenty of recipes online for sanitizers made from everyday vodka, but 80-proof alcohol, do you know how proofs work for alcohol? Uh, I know that the higher proof it is, the more alcohol right. is in it. So, like, if it's 80 proof, it's 40% alcohol. Okay. So, like, half of whatever proof. Why, why, does it, why do they do it like that? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> no clue at all. Because it seems like, you know, 40 proof yeah. would be more accurate. Right, yes. Yeah, 40%. But maybe if you're trying to sell somebody and you double it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> broken That's a, rubes. Somebody look that up. Get <laughs> Call into the show and let us know why. Yes. Uh, most vodkas fall short of the potency required for microbial sanitizers that was put out by the CDC and the World Health Organization. So Tito's handmade vodka, for example, to advise took to Twitter to advise against people using their product as a sanitizer, which I think that was just a viral marketing campaign for Tito's. <laughs> uh, Everclear's new status as a household germ killer was hardly limited to sanitizing. We've heard of consumers say they're wiping fruit with it cleaning doorknobs and services, um, said McKenna Burst, who oversees the brand for the St. Louis-based producer. I actually like to submerge my apple slices in it before I eat them, just to make sure that all the corona's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been trying, to, Everclear's been trying to rebrand as a little more upscale mm-hmm. than just pouring it down their gullet until they get alcohol poisoning <laughs> while right. hanging out in a pasture somewhere. Uh, it says in 2018, they changed its packaging. Instead of a label featuring of ear corn that screamed moonshine and a prominent warning label that read, caution, extremely flammable, and overconsumption may endanger your health, Health. the bottle now features a minimalist navy and gold label befitting premium vodka. Um, the brand's website, too, now boasts elegant Victorian-style graphics that call to mind a craft cocktail bar menu or perhaps a French absinthe brand, and touts that Everclear uh, for bartenders to whip up genteel cocktails with names like Summer in the Hamptons or Blueberry Earl Grey Priams. But anyway, so everybody's getting Everclear and using it. And what I wanted to tell our audience is, uh, if you want to be drunk at the office, this is the time to do it. (laughs) Because if people are like, you smell like liquor, you're like, well, yeah, I didn't have any hand sanitizer. 
I've been pouring Everclear on my hand. <laughs> right. So everybody get get it while you can. You know. <laughs> and I wanted to I wanted to cleanse the inside of my stomach also. Yeah, so I right. drank some. Yes, my entire gullet is now sanitized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everclear. Whew. Everclear and aftershock, you know, and you're like 20 years old and don't know what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, what stupid stuff. And yeah, it's bad times. Okay. <laughs> or good times, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if you don't have any Everclear, okay. then I suppose you could always uh, buy this miracle cure from a Florida man. All right. Except that it turned out it was bleach. Oh, okay. Florida men accused of selling bleach as a miracle COVID-19 cure. Oh, wow. This comes from Click Orlando. We love you, Click Orlando. Oh, yeah. Our favorite. (laughs) Yes. We need to get somebody from Click Orlando to interview. We do. And this comes from St. Petersburg, Florida. A Florida legislator said Wednesday that he is recovering from the coronavirus, but his parents are now infected, while a man and his three sons are facing federal charges that they illegally sold a bleach-like chemical mixture as a miracle cure for the coronavirus and other diseases. It's like the entrepreneurial spirit. Right. State Representative Shervin Jones, 36, tested positive last week after showing up at the emergency room with fever, chills, and trouble breathing. The Broward County Democrat said Wednesday that he is feeling better, but he is fearful for his 71- and 74-year-old parents who both tested positive this week. I speak with them three or four times a day to ensure they are not experiencing any symptoms. The scariest part about all of this is the hospitals and their capacity filling up and then the state not seeming to be taking this virus as serious as they should. Florida is one of the nation's virus hotspots. Nearly 10,000 confirmed cases were added Wednesday, bringing its total since March 1st to 224,000. Almost 4,000 people have died, including 48 reported by the state Wednesday. Basically, it just quoted a lot of a lot of coronavirus stats, but it uh, you skip on down and it says, meanwhile, federal officials announced Wednesday that they have charged four men with selling a fake COVID-19 cure. The substance marketed as Miracle Mineral Solution was sold nationwide through an entity called Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing in Bradenton, Florida, according to a criminal complaint. Miami federal judge in April ordered the self-styled church to stop selling the substance, but it was ignored. Charged in the criminal complaint are Mark Grinton and his sons, Jonathan, Jordan, and Joseph. They are charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to violate the Federal Food and Drug and Cosmetic Act, and criminal contempt. According to the Food and Drug Administration, the solution sold by the Grindons becomes a bleach when ingested and is typically used for such things as treating textiles, industrial water, pulp, and paper. Okay. So they just went and found some chemical. Yeah, right. And we're like, we're going to... My buddy Earl works over at the paper mills got this stuff. He said he could get us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, The FDA said in a news release last August that ingesting these products is the same as drinking bleach. Customers should not use these products, and parents should not give these products to their children for any reason. Yeah. Even if the president says to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not only is this MMS product toxic, but its distribution and use may prevent those who are sick from receiving the legitimate health care they need. Miami U.S. Attorney... Adriana Ferrero 
Orshin said in a news release, We will not sit idly by as individuals purposefully violate court orders and put the public in danger. Good for them. Yes. When they were asked for comment, they said, We will not be participating in any of your unconstitutional orders, summons, etc. One email from Mark Grendon read, Again and again, I've written you all that you have no authority over our church. Okay. Big Pharma's <laughs> taking down the church is really what we're at here, right? <laughs> Broward County on Wednesday became the latest major metropolitan area to issue local restrictions to fight the virus. Mayor Dell Holness announced the new rules limiting restaurants to six people. You know what? Nobody cares about that. Yeah. So we have a family of guys who started their own church and they're selling a miracle cure. That's bleach. <laughs> who would have known buying a miracle cure from three, no, four Florida men? Yeah. Was a bad idea. Well, in an age where essential oils and anti-vaxxes and Himalayan salt lamps have really proliferated, right? I feel like uh, this is the perfect thing to do. People <laughs> will buy anything if they think it's holistic. All right, we're on a little bit of a time crunch, so okay. I'm going to try to hurry through this next story, Tiny. A teenager is paralyzed in the arm and hand after binge-playing computer games. A 15-year-old boy in China was paralyzed in the left arm and hand after losing sensation for playing video games on the computer for about 22 hours a day for a month. Dad, how do you even play for 22 hours for a month? I don't know. The incident took place in Nanning, in the Nanning city of China, where the teenage boy, a year nine student named, I can't pronounce it, so I'm going to say Thomas, was shifted to the hospital in the Guangxi province after losing consciousness at home. It emerged that Thomas faced the terrible situation for being indulged in video games continuously for 22 hours a day at his home during the coronavirus lockdown. Uh, His mother told the TV station that Thomas spent most of his time in his bedroom during the school closure and always, always told his parents he was taking online classes. <laughs> the boys shut the window and locked the doors, and the parents have no idea what he was doing in there. Okay, I would just like to say that it may not have all been videos. Yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> During the period, the boy reportedly slept for only two hours a day for the whole month, which was discovered by his mother after searching his online conversations with friends. Oh, he's in there in the chat rooms. Man. Uh-oh. So they diagnosed him after a CT scan that he had had a cerebral stroke and lost sensation in his left arm and hand. The brain specialist at the hospital blamed the irregular sleeping and eating patterns as well as his parents for tolerating too much of Thomas's behavior. Got to blame the parents. <laughs> uh, the doctor said that the cerebral stroke was caused due to lack of nutrition and uh, reset, which led to a reduced amount of blood and oxygen. The young gamer has since been receiving rehabilitation treatment at the hospital, uh, and a chief therapist at the facility said it was difficult to determine whether he would fully recover. Hmm. So let that be a lesson to you young teenagers out there. Playing video games is detrimental to your health. Get out there and play tackle football. What's the worst that could happen? You get CTE, you'll be fine, okay? Your little brain damage never hurt anybody, okay? Uh, Let's go. I think this dude's a champion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
You know what goes along really well with the 22-hour binge uh, session of video games? What's that? That's world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. And we want to thank them for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice and the Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes all on CajunCurl.com. Medical doctors recommend you shouldn't spend 22 hours a day on CajunCurl.com. I would limit that to 20 hours a day. (laughs) It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, easy to clean, and will will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, whip up a batch of homemade potato chips. They are, when you sprinkle the Cajun Curl Spice on them, they are absolutely life-changing. It'll change the way you look at the world. And while we can't prove that it won't cure COVID, right. we can promise you it definitely won't make it worse. That's right. Yes, there we go. We are also not liable for any statements our Thoughty Podcast makes on behalf of CajunCurl.com. <laughs> on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. You'll also find that recipes uh, there that are absolutely mind-blowing, and you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Girl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally in the Tuscaloosa and Northport area, it is available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace slash Highway 69, nice in Northport. <laughs> All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, let's go to the phones. Okay. We have one voicemail here. Oh. Let's listen to it. Uh, hey, I just came to say that i sorry that I haven't been calling in a while. I've been really busy. And I don't think pineapple on pizza is all that bad. It's not my favorite, but it's okay. Oh, I had a bunch of other stuff to talk about that I thought of a few days ago, and I totally forgot about that. I haven't listened to your most recent episode, I'm about to, but I finally had a little bit of free time. I muted myself, so I am just gonna call and say hi, and that I'm still alive. Alright, bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Nate. What up, Nate? Good to I'm hear I'm glad you're alive. As always. Now, look, you're young. Yes. you got your whole life ahead of you. Don't fall prey to the pineapple pizza lobby. Yes. You know? You're was, like teetering on the edge. you got to pull back, man. I was just going to say that he said that it's not his favorite, but he right. doesn't think it's not that bad. Right. The problem is when we get into comparisons, like pineapple pizza compared to communism 
Yeah, it's not sure. that bad. Right, yeah. Pineapple pizza compared to murder. Yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but within the realm of foods. In pizza, yeah. In pizza, yeah. pineapple pizza is the worst combination yeah, it ever. is. It is. I mean, it is. You could put dog poop on pizza, <laughs> and maybe that's worse than pineapple. Right. But uh, but yes, when you're speaking strictly within the realm of pizza, it's pretty bad. So yeah, pineapple pizza compared to white supremacy in Idaho, not that bad. Right. Yeah. But pineapple pizza compared to any other pizza available on the menu is bad. It's the worst. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Thanks for explaining that. I was going to get into a whole slippery slope. You know, like, yeah. first, if you accept pineapple pizza, the next thing you know, you're accepting, like, pickles on your pizza and then, like, weird stuff. Because people are always posting weird pizzas mm-hmm. in the Facebook group. Of course, join our Facebook group if you haven't. Right. It's been growing, you know? Yeah. A lot here lately. So, come on. Join up mm-hmm. and participate in the fun and tell everybody, the pineapple pizza crowd, that they suck. That's all I asked for. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And you know what? You can enjoy your pineapple pizza if, if that's what you really, really like for some reason. But yeah. I'm telling you, it's a gateway to like meth pizza. That's right. You know, it's only a matter of time. That's right. It's not uh, God's natural order to put pineapples <laughs> yes. on pizza or he would have put pineapple trees in Italy. So, right. you know, as they're going against God. Yeah. So you got to take that over, God. If you think pineapple pizza is great, how about you try telling me that in a few years when you have no teeth and you're out on bail? That's right. That's right. Thanks again, Nate, for calling. Uh, All-time caller. Yes. Uh, He's in the Caller Hall of Fame for sure. (laughs) You know, hope the episode that you listened to was met your expectations of shows 50 through 60. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, John... As much as I love Nate, the people who I really love are our patrons. Well, I love everybody, Tiny. I said at the end of every episode. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Well, now listen. That's why people like me better than you, but whatever, man. That's fine. Everybody's equal, but some are more equal than others. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like you can't treat Michael Jordan like you treat the- Michael Jackson. The guy on the bottom of the bench. Yeah. (laughs) The Judd Bushler. Right. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I would like to thank all of our patrons, but I would like to send out a special thank you to the ones who are at our 10 or above tier. They are Mr. James White, Mr. Chris Tipton, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Sharon Craig, the Dapper Man, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jackie B., Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Thomas Williams, Ms. Sherry Heron, Ms. Jane Updegraff. Thank you. So much. Has my mom joined? Because I can't tell the erotic story. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell the crap in my pants story either. Yeah, I guess that'll do it. Okay. So thank you, patrons. Thank you so much. Yeah. The people join the cult. They've signed up. Yeah. They're in the cult. Mm -hmm. Everybody else should sign up too. Just saying. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Right. The Cajun Curl promo is gone. Yes. Hey, $5, you get more Earth Oddity. If you really, really love this for some reason... You can yeah, get more. You can get more. Get to hear me talk about some really weird stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I guess that'll about do us for the free show. What you right. got coming up in the extended show? Got a story about a mother. Just a story about a mother. Okay. And I want to, uh, that's a news story about a mother. Mm-hmm. And then I, like I said, I will tell, apparently you're voting for 
the erotic essay I wrote to my <laughs> 11th grade teacher. Yes. Okay, yeah. And we might even talk a little bit about Ghislaine Maxwell All right. while we're there. If for whatever reason you can't give to our Patreon, we understand. Sure. But the one thing that we would ask you to do is just tell one person about yeah. the show. Help us grow the listenership of the show. That's right. Sp- spread the gospel of Earth Oddity. Yes. Spread the gospel of Jesus, too. But mm-hmm. Earth Oddity sect, right? <laughs> right. Number two. Yeah, number two. All right, you got anything else? That's about it. All right. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, CastBox, everywhere. Yeah. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Do you like to look at pictures? Because occasionally you post shows. I haven't art. been on fire. I don't know that we can even use occasionally anymore. <laughs> Got two pictures up this week. <laughs> all right. I've been on fire on the Instagram. <laughs> if you like to look at pictures, you need to follow us on Instagram. I've been on fire. <laughs> underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. But the best way to get in touch with us is our voicemail. What's that voicemail number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We thank everyone for listening. We hope everyone has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network, Sonny. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.